The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine. And we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Scottsdale, Arizona. And if I sound a little funny, I have, I've had the flu. I'm on the other side of it, but it seems to want my voice to sound weird, so just bear with me. Um, today we're going to talk about resilience, and mine has been tested. Um, it was interesting that all this happened when we're about to ta- talk about re- resilience. Now, take a look at the self-improvement blog today. You'll find some articles about resilience, uh, some information about today's guest, a review of his course, Resilience Online, and you'll see a couple of videos by Martin Seligman on resilience, and they're very, very good. Take a look over in the right-hand sidebar for those. They'll be very much worth your while. Did you notice that during the coverage of the Boston Marathon bombing, how many times the announcers talked about the resilience of the people who rushed to help? Now, regardless of the channel you were watching, you probably heard about resilience. I wondered, and I wonder if you did, whether they meant courage or whether they really meant resilience. But anyway, it brought up a lot of questions like, how resilient am I? Would I do that? Now, let me ask you some questions. How do you react when everything seems to go wrong? And we've all had those times. When things seem like too much to handle anymore, do you sulk in a corner or do you come out stronger than ever with a plan ready to take on some new challenges? You know, sometimes we, we go both ways with some of those things. Do you deflate or do you usually bounce back? Now, the big question is this to me. Why is it that given the same situation and the same circumstances, One person will give up and quit, and another will learn, he'll grow, he'll excel. Now, our guest today, Stanley Green, knows about this bounce-back factor called resilience. Stanley Green is president of the Power Thinking Corporation, and you you can Google that, Power Thinking Corporation, which offers an online course designed to help you assess your own level of resilience, and develop the skills to deal with life stresses and setbacks with greater equanimity. It would be nice if we didn't have challenges and setbacks, but we all have them, and I wonder if we'd grow without them. Stanley's a seasoned professional with over 20 years of experience in helping large corporations and small businesses reach their full potential. He has improved operational and financial results for companies primarily, listen to these, primarily in cable TV, telecommunications, TV programming, and the Internet. Uh, Some high-stress places there. He's a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania and has been inducted into the Hall of Fame of the National Association for Minorities 
in cable. It is such a privilege for me to welcome to the Self-Improvement Show, Stanley Green. Stan, welcome. Well, thank you. I, I really appreciate it, Irene. Oh, I'm absolutely delighted to have you on the show. When I first saw, I got an email from you telling me about your course. And as you know, I called you and said, I want you on my show. And you very graciously offered me the course. Well, I finally stand. I got it finished, even with the flu. And it is really quite remarkable. So, you know, I, I want to talk a lot about it. But first, I want you to tell us about yourself. Who's Stanley Green? Sure. Well, uh, Stanley Green's a very resilient person, as <laughs> you <would> imagine. <laughs> yeah. And to say the, that. the part of the part of the reason I, I apologize for that, but part of the reason uh, is that I I acquired the uh, the course and created the company Power Thinking is uh, because of who I am and the experiences that I've had in life, and the the recognition that you know people really need to understand the power they have. And, uh, and, 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 and rooted in that is this, uh, this ability to bounce back from adversity, the inevitable adversity that we will experience throughout our journey in life, and to be able to do that faster. So I, I go back to some of my early experiences as uh, um, learning how to, uh, to play basketball. Uh, but, but Don't doing tell that, me you're 5'2 because- and you wanted to be a basketball star. <laughs> well, I, I, I was probably close to that at the time, although I'm 6'3 now. Um, and, you know, certainly, you know, I was able to have a decent career at the University of Pennsylvania and played for a, uh, a Hall of Fame uh, a coach who eventually went into the Hall of Fame and coached the famous uh-huh. dream team that consisted of Larry Bird and, and Michael Jordan. His name is Chuck Daly, and uh, he coached me in college and recruited me. But I go all the way back. How did I get there from where I, where I, I was? I mean, I was a, an eighth grader who, you know, didn't really know much about playing basketball and, and uh, would, would watch other guys play when, you know, for, for prior to school starting. It was a way to kill time. And, you know, we would just, the people that couldn't play would just watch the, uh, the, 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 the other kids play. Where did uh, you grow one, up? Did, did you grow up I in grew Philadelphia? Up in, I grew up in Philadelphia, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So um, there were some tough neighborhoods uh, in inner city of uh, Philadelphia, and so we had to find ways to, you know, stay safe, avoid uh, gang problems and things of that nature, um, and shootings, and and, uh, uh, and 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 be able to focus on education as well. So again, in school, you know, just one incident was, uh, you know, playing basketball and uh, or watching the guys play basketball, and then one day being asked to play because they weren't they didn't have enough guys. And the people just kind of assumed that you could play, and, and I couldn't. And, you know, they found out very quickly that I wasn't very good at all. In fact, I was horrible. Um, but the next day on the way to school, on, on the bus ride to school, I was teased uh, immersively. And I was, I was really embarrassed and really felt bad. And, uh, and but, but what I said was to myself, you know what? Uh, I can certainly feel down and uh, feel bad about myself. Or I could figure out how to play this game. And, and do it better than anybody else. And that's what I did. And over and so time, I eventually, I just practiced and practiced when other people, you know, were watching television. I was practicing, I was still studying, of course, but uh, practicing. And uh, by the time I, I moved on to high school, I was being recruited by, 
you know, schools from all over the country. And I wound up um, playing it and being the captain of the University of Pennsylvania's basketball team and uh, eventually being a fan favorite. And to this day, in ESPN's Collegiate Basketball Encyclopedia, where they highlight all of the college basketball teams, on the page where they highlight the University of Pennsylvania, you know, I'm listed as the all-time fan favorite. So, oh, that's uh, pretty cool. Because my determination and hustle and uh, never-say-die attitude, in fact, in my junior year, I won the Most Inspirational Player Award, which was something very special to me. But that's just in basketball. I mean, there have been a number okay. of experiences that I, where I had to bounce back as well. Let me but, ask but, you where yeah. this came from. Do you, are, are you able to look back and see where you got this? You, know, you have to dig in to get it, you know, to say, oh, I'll just quit or, hey, I can do this. I'll, I'll, I'll learn. I'll do whatever it takes. Where did that come from? Did, did your mother you know, kind of reinforce the spirit or, you know, siblings or, you know, what did you have in you that let you access this? This is my big question. Where does this come from? Well, I think it was from my mother. Um, my dad left the family uh, when we were young, um, and that was quite a, um, a bad experience for my mother who suffered uh, from, you know, as a result uh, having six kids and then having a husband, wow. you know, have affairs and then leave, uh, uh, have the house, uh, go to, uh, go on the, on the blocks for sheriff's sale. Um, you know, mother, you know, suffered through nervous breakdown, depression, but, but found a way to battle back and, uh, be there for, for her six children and instill in us this, um, uh, this need to to excel. Where uh, were you in the group? Were you middle, oldest, youngest? Uh, second to the oldest. So you had to take some responsibility. Oh yeah, um, I, I could sense when things were starting to go bad. My mother, and uh, that's when I knew I had to pick it up and uh, make sure every, everybody was okay, and that we could keep moving. And so you know that that toughness. Uh, was developed early on, and and part of the desire to spread the word about resilience was, you know, seeing what my mother went through and and uh, trying to make sure that others uh, we where we will all you cannot avoid, you know, being down as a result of a disappointment or a setback. But what we can do is minimize the amount of time that people stay down uh, or stay in a semi-depressed or depressed mode. Uh, the key is to bounce back faster, to bounce back faster. Um, so I am so committed to that as a result of the experiences in my youth uh, and experiences all, all through my life. Uh, and there have been setbacks in business where uh, ventures, um, you know, where you may have been cut out of a deal or, um, uh, or you know, uh, because of uh, the Internet bubble, uh, bursting, you know, opportunities slip away. These things happen. There's no such thing, in my view, of a person that just continues to ascend to this so-called success without a blip. Without no, it's a called life. It's called life. So you made it through. You 
you made it through. You graduated high school. Um, you went on to college. Yes. And I, Ivy League institution, the University of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, you know, I had to excel in high school in order to qualify for schools like Penn. The first school that recruited me was Yale. Um, and, and that was very exciting coming from an inner-city public school. Oh, a- absolutely. So you chose to go to the University of Pennsylvania. Was that because of the basketball that you decided to go there? Well, n- number one, um, it, it was the only Ivy League school in the city. I wanted to stay close to home. Uh, and Penn was Ivy League, number one. Number two, its basketball program was one of the best in the Ivy League. And, in fact, it still remains one of the, the 11th winningest program in NCAA Division One, which consists of over 350 schools. So it, it, is, it has a great tradition, uh, both academically and in athletics. And to today, I'm on the basketball uh, board of directors and will be speaking to the young people, the current student-athletes, uh, this coming Sunday. So I'm quite excited about where I come from and and what I'm able to give back today. And and that's really exciting to me, and I know it is to you too. So what did you declare as your major? Because here you are in, in the home of positive psychology. Oh. Yes, uh, interesting. Um, I, and, and, you know, as you and I know and, and everyone out there, your major does not, what you declare for four years or six years doesn't necessarily mean that that's where you're going to be the rest of your life. Absolutely the, not. It just means that you're starting. Yes. In, some in fact, direction. when I've, I've worked in engineering and then with the telephone company and so folks thought maybe I was an engineering major and I wasn't. Um, or, you know, because I've dealt with business and business all my life that I was a Wharton School business major, and, and I was not. I actually uh, got my de- received my degree in urban studies. Um, so, you know, and, and then I moved on to Bell Telephone where I really learned about business and learned about income statements and, and balance sheets and management by objectives. Um, so... That's where I really learned, moved on to cable TV, turned around cable TV systems by focusing on people and changing their attitudes, uh, changing the way they, they look at, you know, solutions in their, in their challenges. Uh, and that was a consistent theme with just about every company, focusing on the people, you know, helping them to change the way they look at uh, themselves and the way they look at the challenges in front of them. And, you know, that that really was a change back in those days because people hadn't been focusing on the people part of their employees. You know, they, they basically were focusing on the bottom line and how you can get the most out of people um, without really thinking of them as individuals. I mean, that was sort of not, not absolutely true across the board, but more of the trend in thinking in, in terms of business. Uh, on and it's, that- and it's, it's that case today. I think it's the same today. In, mo- in many cases, you'll find businesses, um, you know, thinking that, you know, uh, having your employees feel better and, and uh, happier about what they're doing and about themselves 
that that's very uh, it's mutually exclusive from the uh, the notion of increasing profits. And we know that that is different. We'll talk about that more when we come back. It's time for us to go to break. This is Irene Conlon saying, "Stay tuned for more with Stanley Green and the Self Improvement Show." Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Wealth Solutions for the 99% is a weekly talk show focused on helping you develop and execute a game plan to build wealth. Your host, Paula Joy, who built a $50 million-plus company in less than five years, believes it's impossible to be poor in America, and he'll show you why with his innovative strategies. Joining Paul as co-host is radio personality Kim Reed, an experienced entrepreneur and corporate leader who's known as the Corporatepreneur. The show is upbeat, fun, and informative. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Stanley Green, and we're talking about resilience. Before the break, we were talking about how employers even still focus on the bottom line instead of their employees and building them up the productivity. All the tests show, all the research shows that productivity goes way up. Uh, when when employers take care of their employees, so Stanley, what are they missing here? You know what's going on. Employees who who are resilient are on the job. Um, how do employers help their employees be more resilient, more productive? Well, it, and this is uh, this is our biggest challenge in terms of industry because when. Companies produce profits. They think, well, you know, it's because I'm just such a great manager and I know how to squeeze more out of people. 
And so when, when folks talk about, well, you know, making them happy and, and, and that getting more out of them in that way, I'll go, well, wait a minute. I mean, I, I haven't focused on that in the past and I've been fine. So. And we have an annual picnic after all. After all, and we have a, a suggestion box. Um, we have a morale committee uh, that we formed, <laughs> yeah. and you know they'll participate in the March Madness pool and the Super Bowl pool. So we're doing fun things. Um, but at the at the core of of, of creating a, a a culture uh, that is resilient, where people are happier, is is trust. You know, and respect and, and making people feel that you really genuinely care about them. That, uh, and part, and, and the biggest element of that is listening to them as opposed to saying to them, look, this is what I want you to do. Uh, you may want to go say, say, here's what we're trying to accomplish. What do you think? Because that, that says something, uh, sends a powerful message to them about their value, about how you feel about their level of intelligence, their ability to help the company to solve problems. Uh, and when you have people engaged in that way, where they feel valued, they feel trusted, they will go above and beyond what you would typically expect for them to do. Um, but there's something in, you know, something about, you know, having a position for people, you know, that managers believe when they start rising to certain levels, uh, they, uh, they, they believe in their own uh, hype that, well, I'm the vice president of this company, so I must be smarter than everyone else. So uh, I'm expected to just tell them what they, they need to do. Uh, when, in fact, you're dealing with, you know, tens and hundreds of people, uh, the reality is that there are going to be people out there, especially the ones that are on the front line doing the work, that may have a better way of getting things done than you, you know, do, despite the fact that you're a vice president. They should all watch that program, Undercover Boss, if yeah. they think they know everything about the job, <laughs> because right. most of the bosses can't perform. You know, we're mainly concerned about resilience, um, and resilience is a broader term than most of us think. You're you're in this business of helping people with resilience. Now, let's talk a little bit about what resilience is. Sure. Well, there's there is here's the thing, and in the course we have the resilience online course, folks can just go to www.powerthinkingcorp.com and take our Resilience Online course free for seven days. Um, what you're going to be taught are these inner strengths. There are seven inner strengths that we all have in varying degrees. And depending on how we, how we rate uh, uh, on those inner strengths will determine our level of resilience. And, and listen to a few of them. Okay, One, let's go through all of them. Sure. There's seven. One is emotion regulation. Think about it. That's your ability to stay calm under pressure. And you think about those folks who can, in the midst of all of the adversity and the pressure, can first stay calm, stay emotionally level-headed. Um, it, it, it speaks volumes about 
their level of resilience. The second is impulse control. This is very significant and related to emotion regulation, and that is the ability not, not to say or do what immediately comes to mind. You mean if I want to punch you out, I should not. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Think about it. The person yeah. that, you know, if something negative happens and the first thing that comes to their mind is punch them out, and immediately they swing, hit the person, and they regret it for a long time because they did not have that impulse control and they, they, didn't, they could not regulate their emotion. And as a result, there's going to be guilt, you know, uh, associated with it, you know, sadness. Um, so the third inner strength, is empathy. And folks who have strong resilience have, have the ability to read other people's cues as to their psychological or emotional state. Empathy is very important. Um, optimism is number four. And that is someone that has hope for the future and actually believes that they can control the direction of their lives. This is critical. Because people who are not resilient tend to, you know, be very pessimistic about the future and that they're simply being bounced around like they're bump cars in a carnival where they turn the wheel and somebody else crashes into them and they turn here and, 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 and they, get, they, they crash into something else. They don't believe that they're in control. That is huge. Number five is what's called causal analysis. And that is one's ability to accurately identify the causes of their problems as opposed to jumping to conclusions and not having accurate information. Number six is self-efficacy. That is our sense that, what we, that, that we are effective, that we are actually making the difference in the world, that we're confident that we can make things happen in the world, and we have this faith in our ability to solve our own problems and succeed. We believe that we can get this done and that we can rise above whatever adversity faces us. And you see that with people that they may lose a limb um, or um, you know, may not be able to see or talk, and yet they seem to be the most positive people around because they learn example. how to overcome. A perfect example of this is that young woman who was a dancer whose leg was blown off below the knee in that bombing, right. in the Boston bombing, and she said, I will dance. Yes. And she's determined, she will. We will see and her. Will. And she will probably yeah. dance more beautifully than ever anybody could imagine because exactly. her whole heart will be in it. Now, you have a test in the course, you said that, that measures these things. And, and I took the test. It's very good. Um, I, I have to tell you, I am more than pleased and very surprised because I wasn't sure that you could teach an online course in resilience and get the kind of results because to me – Resilience requires a great deal of self-awareness, mm-hmm. and and you have somehow magically been able to do that. But mm-hmm. let me ask you this: 
if I took this test and I scored really low on a couple of these, let's say that I am a pessimist. Now, I don't have realistic optimism. I have unrealistic pessimism. Or um, my causal analysis is really low. I can't put things together and see the pattern. Will your course help me strengthen that in those areas? Or should I just say I'm not resilient? <laughs> How's that? No, you, you could question? say you're less resilient than other people. Uh, but, however, there are ways to strengthen uh, your resilience and, 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 and build those inner strengths that, you know, determine resilience, your level of resilience. And in that course, and this, by the way, is the most powerful course that I've ever taken. It took oh, me about amazing. a year to take it over and over again and for these skills to be ingrained. Um, but uh, it is something that has changed me. And I've listened to all many of the pop psychologists, the Tony Robbins and the Brian Tracy's for decades, uh, but nothing is as powerful as this because this isn't just telling you how you need to feel better, but it's actually instructing you in how to really dig deep and understand these these 70,000 thoughts that go through our head every day and how to categorize them and how we fall in these traps. So there are skills. As it relates to these inner strengths, there are seven skills that the Resilience Online course will help you to strengthen. And various skills apply to various strengths. Let's go to break and then come back and talk about some of these skills. And I want to say this before we go to break. If you search for courses in resilience or online courses, you will find courses for corporations and you will find uh, courses for the military. Or they talk about courses for them. They don't, I didn't find a, a course on the online that you could take. So if corporations are beginning to see the importance of this and the military is addressing this, you know, it, it says to me, this is really important and we need to pay attention. With that note, yeah. let's go to break. This is Irene Conlon with Stanley Green. We're talking about resilience. We'll be back with more in just a moment. on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. 
She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon with my guest, Stanley Green. We're talking about resilience, and we're talking about the online course his company has that will help you, an individual, you, with resilience, help you assess your level of resilience, show you where you need to work, and give you some some ways to improve. It's really a phenomenal program. Stanley, tell them again how they find your program on the Internet. Sure. Uh, Irene, just go, they can just go to uh, this, uh, this web address, www. Dot power thinking corp uh, that's power thinking and then corp c o r p dot com www dot power thinking corp dot com and what they'll see is a video that'll pop up a young lady telling you about the program there will be a box uh, on the left where you can put in your name and email address and you will be able to get seven-day access to the Resilience Online course, this powerful course, about five hours long, um, just tremendous in-depth course uh, for absolutely free. We'll give, we'll give you access free, but you have to go to the site, www.powerthinkingcorp.com, enter your name, email address in the box, and you will automatically, within minutes, you will have access to the site. And it's, you know, not only is it good, it's interesting. Tell them, tell us a little bit about how you came to, to this course. I mean, it's done, uh, with people from positive psychology. I, I don't know how you could do it without positive psychology. Uh, obviously I'm a positive psychology fan. Uh, love Martin Seligman and the work he's done there. Uh, but tell us how you came to this and what made you like it so much that you wanted to be a part of it. Sure. Uh, going back, as I mentioned, uh, I have numerous experiences uh, as it relates to resilience. Um, most of them I have not shared. Uh, all of the businesses that have turned around and, and people and setbacks that have been overcome. And so it was about 2005 when... A friend of mine asked me to go to an investor presentation where they would present this new idea, a new company that was put together to uh, to sell uh, resilience training to corporations. 
and uh, I attended the presentation, and I was absolutely blown away with the concept because I said, this is what I've always done, and it's what I would love to do the rest of my life. Unfortunately, the company already had a leader, had a CEO, so I was doing other things and always kind of stayed close to the company because I knew I met the investors and developed a relationship. And fast forward about five years later, around 2010, happened to bump into one of the investors that at one point asked how the company was doing. He said, well, we're not really meeting all the expectations. While this is the, the best material in the world, the companies that we've approached seem to be dragging their feet. There's, re- there's the recession, there's budgetary challenges. So, when you need resilience more than any other time. Oh, yes, but, you know, that's not the way <laughs> some people think. So I offered to to get involved with the company and, and take it over and maybe take a different path. So I did that, and I decided that the most cost-effective way to sell the product would be to sell it directly to people as opposed to going to the company's CEOs, which would take, you know, weeks and weeks to get them, and then they'll send oh, you to the HR department. Oh, we have to next year's budget. Yes, exactly. So I'm going direct, and, and the explosion of social media over that, you know, five-year period, 2005, 2010, has offered, is given the company an opportunity to uh, sell directly around the world because Facebook has a billion users and LinkedIn has a few hundred million users around the world. And so now what I do is I'm giving people an opportunity to sign up for the seven-day free trial around the world via this technology. When I put up a, a Facebook ad that asks if people want to be happier, Immediately after Facebook approves the ad, I'm getting sign-ups. People are signing up from all over the world. So it is a tremendous, tremendous opportunity to leverage now the technology that exists to uh, boost the exposure for the program quickly and efficiently. Is the course in other languages? Not at this time. However, I believe the, China was interested a few years ago, and that's something that if, as we uh, gain additional investment, we will consider. So, you know, you, ha- you have a, an interesting format. You have videos. You have um, some interaction in terms of questions and answers. You have slides. Um, describe your program a little bit. Why, you know, what holds their attention once they get there? I mean, I didn't want to get out of it. I, you, you come to a place that says, you probably need to stop now and do something else, you know, take a break. And I really didn't want to. It was sure. so interesting Sure, that's good. Me. It's accomplishing its goal. This is designed to hold people's attention. And what we have is a combination of video, instruction, <laughs> and uh, text, you know, bullet points that's reinforcing what the instructor, in, in our case, former researcher and lecturer at Penn, professor, uh, Dr. Andrew Chate, who, um, who does a, uh, a wonderful job 
uh, leading the course. So it's uh, Professor and Dr. Chate uh, teaching the course, but then we have the reinforcement by both. But the most intriguing aspect of the course are the exercises where people are actually, you know, given a scenario and then responding, typing in uh, to the box provided. We also have something called virtual partners, so that there are about six or seven individuals, adults, professionals, who help to reinforce the message that Dr. Chate is given on a particular uh, training module where a skill is being taught. And I didn't go through the skills yet, uh, but when those skills are being taught, uh, you can click on the picture of one of the professionals, and they'll tell you, for example, how they scored on what's called their RFI, the uh, resilience factor index, uh, which is a measurement of those seven inner core strengths that we all have that make up resilience. So uh, these are, that's the general uh, makeup of the course. Uh, it is wonderful, uh, the most powerful that I have ever experienced, and certainly we encourage people to go to www.powerthinkingcorp.com to take that free seven-day trial. You know, we talk a lot about beliefs and how important they are and this really helps you cut through um, the rhetoric and get right down to where the rubber meets the road on some of your own beliefs that you may not be aware of mm-hmm. um, it's um, I mean it's a belief you think you need right. to to be able to verbalize it if it's a belief not necessarily and I have to say I was surprised at some of my own discoveries. Hmm. I, I consider myself pretty f- f- uh, resilient and fairly mm-hmm. savvy in these areas. It made me dig into some areas that had a few uncovered stones. Um, ah, so I, I think you know people who are seasoned in this would get a great deal out of this course. Now, I would t- tell people to... to you know, try it free for seven days because then you're going to want this. You're going to want yeah. to come back and listen to what those people have to say. You're going to want to play with those exercises more than just once. And, and I don't mean exactly. play in terms of just having fun. I mean, you know, do them a number of times. Sure. And the, the reality is not only will you want to, which is great, but you absolutely need to. You need to. Uh, think it over again because it, it takes a while to change a habit. I believe that everyone can change, no matter how young or how old. People can change if, number one, they're willing and they're utilizing the right tools. Why don't we start? It's almost time for us to go to break. But why don't we start on the skills um, and see if we can get most of those in? Without sure. going into great depth, people can see some of the areas that they'll explore. Sure. There are uh, seven skills that are taught in this course. Uh, the first is something that was developed by a gentleman by the name of Dr. Albert Ellis, and it's called the Learning Your ABCs. The A in ABC stands for adversity. So when you experience that adver- adversity, uh, what's going to happen is the B will, will kick in. And that is your inner beliefs, the beliefs that were formed at the time you were age zero to ten. They, this is where we 
learn what's right, what's wrong about the world, about ourselves, through the people who are closest to us at that time, during that time, and primarily it's our family members, our parents, and they form those beliefs. And what we find later is, you know, those beliefs may not be accurate. But anyway, based on those beliefs, when we face the B, the beliefs, when we face the A, the adversity, it triggers the C, that consequence, uh, the behavioral consequence, how we respond to that adversity. Number two, one of the most powerful elements of this course is avoiding thinking traps. You know, there are eight thinking traps, most of which are developed, were developed by Dr. Aaron Beck, who's a noted uh, psychologist. And these thinking traps, uh, every, every thought we have that's a negative will fall into one of eight thinking traps. And I'll go through a couple of them because they are powerful. Think about it. Something goes wrong. Uh, your boss calls, says, hey, well, let's not, let's not assume it's going wrong, but your boss comes out to your cubicle and says, hey, uh, I, I'd like to see you in my office for a minute. What is the first thing you think? Well, something's wrong. Uh, am I in trouble? What do we do? We jump to a conclusion. Uh, another thinking trap uh, is blaming, right? It's externalizing, blaming everyone else, and all these external forces for whatever adversity we suffered. Another is blaming ourselves too much. That's personalizing. Or minimizing and magnifying. We magnify something. We make, you've heard this expression, a mountain out of a molehill. It's not that big of a deal but we make it a big deal. That's a thinking trap. Um, another is minimizing, where we blow something off, as they say. Uh, it's not that big a deal, and, and maybe it's more significant than we're, we're, we're saying it is. Um, there are other thinking traps, the tunnel vision um, and uh, emotional reasoning. So these are thinking traps that we fall into, and it's, uh, it's important to understand that we were not experienced necessarily all those thinking traps. But each person will generally fall uh, or, or constantly have their thoughts fall into one or two of those traps over and over and again. Uh, then we have to detect these what's called icebergs, what's happening below the surface, the inner beliefs below the surface that are, that are hurting us. Then four, challenge those beliefs. We have to actually say, you know what, all these things I held on to for years that I believed strongly may not be accurate. Uh, and that is one of the, the, the biggest challenges that we have, and that is really questioning whether what we believe for all those years, what we were told by our parents and family members, may not be true and may be causing, you know, our, uh, our problems. Let's let our listeners chew on that one just a little bit, uh, challenge their belief, asking why while we go to break. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Stanley Green. We're talking about resilience, and we'll resiliently be back with more right after this message. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. 
There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. My guest today is Stanley Green. We're talking about resilience. We're talking about the online course his company has uh, to help you strengthen your own resilience. We've been talking about the skills that they address in his course. And we just talked about challenging our belief, uh, asking why. Do you have anything else to say about that one, Stan? Would you? Well, sure. Well, I just encourage people, again, to take the course, www.powerthinkingcorp.com. It's not going to be free for seven days forever, so make sure you get in now. Don't put it off. Um, the, oh. the six, yes. I say amen to that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so after challenging beliefs, and you'll learn more about that as you get into the course, uh, number five is putting it in perspective. That's the thing. We When we blow something out of proportion, oh, it's a big deal. You really need to slow down and and think about what's the worst case scenario. And we when we think about what the absolute worst case is, then we really begin to realize that you know what we can get over that one. It's not so bad uh, because the absolute worst case is that we're not here. <laughs> we're not gonna, exactly. If, we, if we're not here, then that's something else. Um, but if we are, as long as we are alive, uh, then we can handle it. We have the power and the ability to handle it. Number six is calming and focusing, you know, to really begin to wind down and you know, take some deep breaths and you'll go through some exercises there. Uh, and then seven, when you get, when you really master these, all the other skills, you're into now real time resilience where at, when adversity strikes, you can begin to, you know, understand whether, you know, what your beliefs, underlying beliefs are, challenge those beliefs figure out what thinking traps your mind's going into, do a little uh, causal analysis. Uh, you can begin in real time to move from being down to, you know, being in a better place and being able to move forward. And don't we all want that? You know, don't yeah. we all want that? Can a person who's really an out-and-out pessimist uh, become more resilient. How, how can you change your attitude from half gla- glass half empty or more uh, to half glass half full or more? Can you change? Well, the first the first step is to recognize. You know, it's just like a person who's suffering from some type of a addiction. Excuse me. They have to they have to recognize that yes, they are they do have a problem. And so, if a pessimist is unwilling to recognize that pessimism is not good for them, 
then they're doomed to continue to suffer. Uh, but as soon as they recognize that, you know what? Um, yes, I, I am a, you know, horrible pessimist and I, uh, but I do want to change this. I don't care how old you are. And there are some people say, well, people will never change. Well, they will change as long as they're willing and they have the right tools and the right people around them. Change can happen, but it all starts with your attitude, your willingness to change and, and, uh, and make adjustments. We do have the capacity to make those adjustments. We, our minds are so powerful. But again, we have to say to ourselves, uh, yeah, I want to do it. And that's the start. That's 80% of it, having the desire to make that change. Great thing, one of the great things about your course is how you very gently help people gain such in-depth self-awareness in areas that a lot of self-improvement uh, work doesn't get you to. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really quite powerful when you begin to look at some of the ways you respond and understand why, and not only understand why, but have then a way to deal with it. I think that's one of the great strengths of your course. Who, who yes. can gain the most from your course? The person that can gain the most, I believe, uh, uh, is the person that has the biggest problem with um, pessimism, and negative thinking. Uh, that's who can benefit the most. The lower you are on that, uh, on that scale in terms of optimism or the, the higher you are in the scale of pessimism, the more pessimistic you are, the, 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 uh, the more you can, uh, directly proportional, the more you can benefit. So I guess we can course. say pessimists unite and come and get this course. Oh, sure. Um, And optimists unite and and Um, come and get this course because you're going to learn tools that can help you with the pessimists. Absolutely. The tools are really so good. Is there anyone who should not take this course? I can't can't think think of anyone. No, I can't either. What's some of the feedback that you've had from people who finished it? I'm getting, uh, getting great feedback. You know, people that are saying that this has definitely changed their life, uh, changed the, uh, the way that they, they look at themselves, uh, the way they, uh, deal with obstacles. And that's the exact, uh, uh, feedback that we expect. And you're having more and more people sign up from all around the world, as I understand. Um, and you said that right now, you can have it free for seven days. That's an incredibly generous offer. It is. It is. Because you could finish it in five hours, but even if you stretch it out uh, uh, two or three days, you, you still have a few more days cushioned. Uh, but then the most important thing here is that you have the ability to get it for an entire year at a discounted price. The regular price is $199. Um, if you take the seven-day free trial, uh, at the end of the seven days, you'll be sent an email that gives you the option to just pay $99 and have it for a full year. You so know, some it, people spend more than that a, a, a week or a month on beer. Um, maybe you could, you know, cut out a six-pack or two 
um, or, you know, maybe you'd like to stop smoking. That would more than pay <laughs> for this wonderful oh, sure. course in self-resilience, uh, in self-resilience, that too, in resilience. Um, this is yeah. one of the finest courses uh, I've seen, whether it's online or offline. It's complete. It's interesting. It, it does what it says it's going to do. You're going to want to listen to Dr. Chate a number of times on some of these areas because each time you do, you hear more. Stanley, we're right up to the end of the show. Um, what's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? One simple thought. You have tremendous power that you are unaware of until you face an adversity and you either have to rise up uh, and overcome it or fall. Uh, what we want you to do is be proactive. Uh, learn the skills of resilience before you face the next adversity. Most of us, if you live long enough, you would have faced some adversity, but, but chances are you're going to face more. So learn the skills of resilience. Go to www.powerthinkingcorp.com. Invest the time. I'm only asking for your time for seven days. And after that, you know, invest just a fraction of the dollars that you spend uh, and invest it in yourself, the most important investment you can ever make, uh, the most powerful investment you can ever make is the investment in yourself. Go to www.powerthinkingcorp.com. I second that motion. Next week's guest is our friend Dr. Eldon Taylor, who's called the Master of the Mind. He's going to be talking to us about beliefs and believing in yourself. Stanley, thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're so welcome. This is Irene Conlon with my guest Stanley Green saying thank you for being with us today, and we encourage you to come back next week with more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.